read. <laughs> All right. <laughs> let's go ahead and get into. Let's get into. Uh, let's get into our review, y'all. You know, we got three reviews to do tonight. One's gonna be probably pretty quick. Martin saw something. I'm very. In, I'm very curious to hear what you have to say about mm. this last movie we'll talk about this evening. But now let's start out with this movie right here. So. And I asked this question, knowing the answer from Martin, but I'm going to ask it anyway. Okay. Do you remember that phase of filmmaking after Pulp Fiction and El Mariachi? Of course I do. Where everyone was trying to be Quentin Tarantino, mm -hmm. but most of this shit came out like Robert Rodriguez? <laughs> yes. <laughs> you know, not, not that that's a bad thing. It's just that, you know, when these movies came out, you know, everybody wanted to be Cool like Tarantino. You know, they want the, the hip dialogue. They want the hip music. Oh, they want that cool violence with all the cool gunplay, people pointing guns at each other, you know, the Mexican standoff and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and they wanted the cool action of Robert Rodriguez. Robert Rodriguez, of course, is the legendary filmmaker that made that movie for $9,000 and blew up, that movie being El Mariachi. And it was, man, you know, that they, they inspired a lot of people to be cool like then. They were rock and roll filmmakers back then. Mm -hmm. And and Hollywood was green lighting anybody who came in with something even close to that. Oh yeah, and celebrities, they're like, hey, these, these, are, these are the geniuses you're talking about? You know what, don't even, need to read, don't even need to read the script, just put me in. And, and I tell you, in that period where people were influenced by these guys and making movies that were, you know, there's, there's no other way to say it, knockoffs. You know, they're doing that period, it was fun. For like two days, <laughs> I mean, listen, it was fun for a while, for for, for, for a little bit, for like, a little like, bit. Like you got two days in the valley, it's like, all right, well, that, that was cool. Yeah, you but know, then you start yeah. getting a whole bunch of stuff after. It's like, all right, that's about enough. Yeah, you got a lot of things. Now, some of it was funs, you know, and some people were doing it. You know, I tell you what was cool about it: some people got to make stuff for cheap, and as long as it was following in that trend, mm -hmm. it was, you know, it was something that got kind of noticed if they were lucky. And one guitar-picking, sword-swinging wanderer... We don't get too many new guys around here. ...is fighting for the throne. A lot of king wannabes on their way to Vegas. And one lone orphan is along for the ride. If you scratch my guitar... Follow the yellow brick road, homie. <laughs> <laughs> that was Six Strange Samurai. Uh, something that's kind of a cult classic, but I mean, it definitely was ripping off the, the Tarantino style, the surf music. Sure. You know, even dressing up with the black suit and tie. Mm -hmm. You know, all the, all the cool violence that was in it. Yeah. You know, yeah, and, just the way it was stylized. Yeah. And also had the, you know, the, a lot of the, the Rodriguez slow motion mm -hmm. and action in there. You know, it's it, hey, look, that was one of the things that they were doing. And like I said, man, it was it was it was it was fun for a while. You know. Uh, hey, it, it, it gave us directors that actually kind of got their start doing uh, Tarantino in a way. All right, don't panic. All young fellas got in deep with the naked handle. I am panicking. That owed me half a million pounds. So I'm going to give you one week to find it. Let me tell you about that, Harry. If Harry don't kill you, <laughs> then your father will. A lot of people say, what foreign movie is that? All I heard was, I mean, we saw it like, man, y'all need some subtitles. That was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking oh, Barrels directed, yeah, directed by Guy Ritchie. Yeah. Guy Ritchie yeah. got his start doing sort of uh, really good oh, Tarantino yeah. knockoffs, man. Yeah, that's the thing. You, you, you had so many that were mediocre. You're like, that eh, didn't really make an impression. But, but every so often you get somebody like a Guy Ritchie where it's like, 
heavily influenced, but has your own style. I'm yeah. digging. I, I dig what you got going yeah. on. Yeah, we we know it was kind of a rip off, but like, man, if you're gonna rip it off, rip it off well. Mm-hmm. And he did very well with it. So we got directors like Guy Ritchie from that period, man. But you know, after a year or so, you know, yeah. with every every young filmmaker trying to be these guys, that shit got old quick. Yep. I, I you know I was. I, I tell you, I was done when Tarantino and Rodriguez started ripping themselves off. I know. Like, four rooms? Yeah. It's just the pale imitation of what they do. I know. You ever seen that movie, Renee? I have. Ladies and gentlemen, time. Renee is here. And just in case people just started tuning in for this review, be room in this movie, right? Yes. <clears throat> but this movie that we're talking about tonight, which is Bullet Train, you know, the reason why we had that big setup right there is because Bullet Train, I, I would say, now I want to see what everybody else thinks, but Bullet Train is sort of a throwback to that period. And while that period got annoying to me, you know, we've, we've, we've had a break for yeah. a few years. Yeah, we've had a good break. Even, you know, even, uh, you know, kind of, uh, uh, even Tarantino Rodriguez kind of pulled back and just kind of tried to do different things mm-hmm. a little bit. But, you know, just by this movie's premise, it's kind of a, it's kind of a, a knockoff of that era, man. You know, it's a, it's a it's a train full of assassins, of cool assassins. All of them trying to kill each other in cool ways, mm-hmm. very stylish ways. Uh, that alone makes this an automatic throwback to that period. You know, you have Brad Pitt, who is one of the assassins, but hey, you know, he's Brad Pitt. He can't be no bad guy. <laughs> he's just... <laughs> well, he, he seems to like... He's on a new path. Yeah, yeah, maybe. I, I, I ain't trying to kill people. I got to get something. Right. Get out. I'm just a, I'm, I'm just a, 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 a grab and go guy. Whatever you call. It. He's like, uh, was it smash and grab? Smash and grab guy. I used, look, I used to be crazy like you guys back in the day, but you know, I've, I've got a therapist now. <laughs> I've been to BetterHelp.com. You know, I've been, I, I'm, I'm not like that anymore. I'm just trying to be calm, and you know, y'all should be too. But of course, all these other assassins are crazy, and they're on a this, the this fastest train going through Japan. And the train is decked out in all kind of cool colors and anime characters running around and, you know, sensory overload. So these assassins can't get on in here and just be cool. You know, they got to... Well, they're, they're, sometimes they're getting upstaged by the train. Yeah. Because that train is a character itself. That train is a character itself. But if you're on a train that looks that badass, of course you got to do some stylish, cool-ass violence, man. Mm-hmm. What, do you expect us to sit here and have conversations? <laughs> well, we actually do that. Yeah. We have real cool conversations. But when it comes to... Stop and kick ass and do it with some nice music. You know, do it in ways that look good. Maybe a little slow-mo here and there. Stop for a little pose there. Hey, you know, oh, that's that period I remember, Martin. Back in the day when Tarantino Rodriguez used to do that stuff. So we had a time where we, we, had, we, we took a break from that. So maybe this can be seen as a nice homage to that period. Sure. You know. Uh, it reminds me of Matthew Vaughn as well. Yes. 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 It yeah. does. With Matthew Vaughn kind of being, <laughs> yeah, another sort of one. from that you know another mm-hmm. person in, in, inspired yes. by those people, um, you know. And think about this: what would it be like if you had the same guys like Tarantino and Rodriguez, who guys who work raw and work cheap? You know, what if they? What if during the early parts of their career they were given two hundred million dollar budgets <laughs> and all the computers to make all the CG that they want? What would it look like if they did that today? You know, let's go ahead and take a look at this trailer for Bullet Train, which is direct with David Leach. David Leach. Who uh, did the Deadpool sequel and also blessed the world with John Wick. That's right. He's one of the people that blessed the world with John Wick. 
Uh, we've gone from a dog to a train now. <laughs> so let's go ahead and look at the trailer for this, which a lot of people have seen. But let's watch it one more time, and we'll be back with our review. Hi. There's a gun on This is the quiet car. Got to use your small inside voice in here, son. There's a gun. God. Talk to me. I am ready. You are getting the new and improved me. Because if you put peace out in the world, you get peace back. I think you might be forgetting what you do for a living. Take the gun. Every job I do, somebody dies. I'm not that guy anymore. Some conflicts require a gun. Hey, this is nice. Okay, what am I snatching and or grabbing? A briefcase. You said you wanted simple for your first job back. Doesn't get simpler. You stab me? Yeah! We'll ruin your life the way you ruin mine. Dude, I don't even know you! There's nothing simple about this job. Something else going on here. Yeah, I'm not the only one on this train looking for this case. Evan, mm. where's the briefcase? Oh, it's not shit. It was just there. We are right on schedule. Everything that's ever happened to you. This is gonna sting, bitch! Whoa! Has led you here. Fate. That's a shit deal. Oh, no, thank you. You know what? Do you have um, anything sparkling? That's the one. Thank you. Domo arigato. Mr. Roboto. Hey. <laughs> Callbacks. Yeah. I think I know that song. But as you can see, man, first of all, huge cast in this. You know, if you directed uh, Deadpool 2 and you gave the world John Wick, you can pretty much get who you want to right now. Uh, Brad Pitt being one of the biggest ones, but Bad Bunny, the biggest musical artist in the world right now. Did oh, you know this? Oh, no. Puerto Rican, yeah, man. He's like, he, as far as just like, you know, uh, appeal and recognition and yeah, and uh, yeah, Bad Bunny is one. Of the, well, was he the wolf? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. One of the biggest artists in the world right now. He's been trying to get an acting debut. Okay. He's actually going to be, uh, they, I think, if, if I got this right, he's going to be Blue Beetle for DC, unless they pull the plug on that shit. Oh, really? Yeah, I think so. Blue oh. Beetle was a wrestler, right? No. no Sony. Uh, oh, oh, Sony. Oh, so, okay. I got that. Oh, sorry. What are you thinking about? Uh, a wrestler? I'm sorry. Yeah, don't, don't even worry about it. I got, I got it mixed up. Okay. Uh, no, that was something else uh, that he's going to be in. But a uh, lot, of, lot of other people in here, man. Uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson, uh, Brian Tyree Henry, uh, they have so many people in here that I didn't even recognize them. Uh, one of the people that I did not notice in here, well, I saw him, but I didn't know that that was him. Let me see if I can find his picture here, because y'all are probably going to look at them and be like, I didn't know that that was him, too. Uh, oh, right here. 
Logan Lerman. I did not know that was him. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, the whole time looking at it, I was like, I know I know who this guy is. I can't figure it out. And yeah. until the end credits, I was like, oh, goddamn. Okay. Yeah, didn't even recognize him. And there's a lot of cameos in this movie, man, that you don't even see credited anywhere, which you'll hopefully will be surprised when you see the movie. Uh, so I hate to keep going back to this whole thing about, you know, the Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez area where everybody was influenced by them and trying to be them and coming across as, you know, every now and then okay, but most of the time, pale imitations and knockoffs. Um, you know, I I don't mind revisiting that period of those knockoffs uh, as much as I thought I would after watching this. I'm like, you know what? This, I thought I would be more annoyed by this. But I have to tell you, I don't miss it either. <laughs> you know that period. Mm-hmm. I don't miss, you know, because there's a lot of things that, that go on here that rem- in this movie that remind me of this era of filmmaking. Um, you know, while the guys who started it, it felt authentic for them. Mm-hmm. You know, uh, okay, that's your style of writing. That's your style of, like, directing. That's cool. I, I could see that, man, you know. But uh, everyone that copied them at the time, the problem was is that unless you created something amazing, unless you created something great, you came off as pretentious. Hmm. If you, I mean, and I'll tell you what I mean by that because back then everybody was trying to write like Tarantino. So they would drag out periods of dialogue so they could sound, so they could make the character sound cool. You know, you know people used to do sure, that all the time. Sure, yes they did. You know, they could make the, they would try to make the character sound so clever by writing long bits of dialogue about nothing, as long as they were being witty. Really, it was the script writer who was trying to look cool mm-hmm. at the time. Trying to be a rock star. Yeah. And, you know, uh, uh, a lot of these things were very stylized. This movie does a little bit of the same thing. In fact, they, they actually update some of the coolness with having, like, this Japanese motif everywhere, Japanese fonts everywhere, mm-hmm. you know, things spelled in Japanese that you can even read sometimes. Um, a lot of bright colors. A lot of this actually resembles, if you're going to talk about Tarantino, a lot of this some, it resembles uh, the Japan uh, story that from, was, Kill Bill. from Kill Bill. Yeah. You know, movie does a lot of posturing, man. Swaggering, slow-mo shots, you know, while a hip soundtrack plays. All the celebrity cameos that I told you about. Uh, and, you know, and mostly there's the, the, the stylish violence, man. All the, the fun gunplay which also feels a little bit updated here. I will say this, you know, I'm talking about this com- as compared to those knockoffs back in the day, but hey, the direction here is very cool. I thought, I, you know, I looked at this and I thought, man, you know what? Uh, if you're gonna do that kind of violence, updated for this age, and they did update it for the people who are, you know, who love John Wick, they updated it for the age of Wick right mm-hmm. now, which y'all know how cool John Wick is when he's uh, fighting and shooting people. It's done the same way here, except it has more of a comedic angle. There was a gun under this table, yeah? Be as dead as that kid over there. I thought Karen was gonna get up and start fighting. <laughs> you blacks never shut up. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, uh, and the bloody, I said this has a comedic angle to it. And the bloodier the, the violence gets, the, the I guess the, the more it's played up for laughs, which is something these people used to do back in the day, because it's so over the top. Yeah, it's way bloodier than you than, than the trailers give uh, give across. I mean, by the end of this movie, like the, the 
cameraman is splattered in blood, man. It's so crazy. <laughs> this movie right here. Yeah, um, I'm sure the whole crew was wearing tarps. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now, I'm going to pass this on to Martin, but before I do, I, 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 a lot of this stuff didn't really bother me. You know, them trying to be so cool. It can be annoying a little bit when it doesn't feel authentic. But, uh, you know, uh, what bothered me about this was everything is a callback in this movie, man. You know, they set up so many things in this movie. You know, we, you know we, we've seen this. You saw it in Pulp Fiction. Shit, you saw you saw it just not too long ago in uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Quentin Tarantino's still doing it. The callback where you introduce something early in the movie, like an object, a person, somebody says something, and then it gets brought back later on the movie where it influences something bigger and crazier, mm -hmm. you know, and, and hopefully the audience remembers it and they anticipate it with like, oh shit, oh what's gonna happen now, you know, that is something that uh, is a is look, and a lot of people have done that, you know, like Quentin, like I said, Quentin Tarantino's done, it. I've done it, sure. <laughs> you know, yeah, it's, <laughs> it's not a thing where well once this guy did it nobody can do it. No, it's it, not it, that they can't do it, but but the, my problem with it here is that they do it so much in this movie that. So many things are predictable because they set them up too strong, you know, to the point where I'm just kind of like, oh, OK, they said that that's going to come back and influence this. This person mentioned they had this. Oh, I know what's going to happen to them. Oh, that object that they showed. Oh, I know what's going. Oh, shit is going to get crazy at the end. I was like, man, I OK, you know, at a time when people were doing that, when it was done right, you kind of forgot about it. You didn't remember it. You just kind of when it came up again, it was just kind of like, oh, shit. Oh, yeah, that. Oh, I remember that. Ooh, it's about to get wild. But now here it was just kind of like shit, man. I, was, I, you know, I, I predicted everything that they introduced because again, it's pushed so hard that I was like, all right, uh, you know, I, 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 I write this script <laughs> right here. You know, I, I uh, you know, for me, when that's the problem when you try to do something this hard, and I can predict everything that's happening. That's when I have a problem with it. If you want to do a call back to this area, or you want to do a, you want to do a, a something that's reminiscent of what they used to do in the '90s, I'm cool with that. But like the knockoffs of the people who, like, like a Guy Ritchie or a Matthew Vaughn, you know, they were they, they were pretty much uh, uh, replicating what Tarantino and Rodriguez were doing it were, were doing at the time. But they did it so great. And this right here, I don't think is doing it near those levels of a Matthew Vaughn or uh, uh, or a uh, who's that guy I mentioned? Guy Ritchie. Guy Ritchie. Uh, but they ain't. But you know, that's not to say that I think everything they do here is bad. But I'll pass that on to you right now. Uh, yeah, uh, unlike a lot of people, I wasn't really all that looking forward to the movie. And as much as when I saw the trailer, I thought, okay, this is this looks like that kind of movie that would be my friends would go to a geek film festival like uh, Fantastic Fest, see it early, come back and tell me how awesome it is. Yeah. And then when I saw it. I'd be let down. It was just like, well, man, you guys, you, you just geek out over stuff. This, that kind of mentality, like when with that movie Red, it, yeah. which I hate, but I, I know a guy who's just like, it's got Helen Mirren with a machine gun. That's all I need. And I'm like, well, I need, I need more than that. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> and this has all those same elements, except that I thought it was done really well. I, I was you know, the the things that you you saw where you like, okay, I know this is going to come into play. I was like, I know this is going to come back into play, but how? It's it is a throwback to those other movies, but it's been a while. It's been a long while since one was done well. Even so much of what Guy Ritchie did after Lockstock, or at least after Snatch, just never really measured up. And it's it's been a good while, but uh, especially after seeing The Gray Man, it was so nice to see something that was really 
written yeah. and like pieced together where it's like, hey, we actually have a plan here where this is going to happen and all these characters. And this felt like a, like a, like an anime or a manga, more like a manga come to life. I, I, I love the stylish direction. I, I mean, it's, it's yes, it's Quentin Tarant- it's Tarantino-like and Guy Ritchie-like, and yet it still has its own flavor, kind of a you know, kind of a John Wick Deadpoolish flavor to it, which uh, I was I was surprised by how much I was really enjoying this over and over. Like the, even all the jokes or the the surprises were, were getting me. Yeah, and listen, you know, some of this, like I said, might not bother people. You know, this is a matter of, of, of taste. Some of you might not see. The thing is. Maybe you do love that period of filmmaking where you don't, you love the knockoffs. Maybe you weren't even born at that time, and this is completely new to you. Maybe you're like, I'm not old like you motherfuckers. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know what this is about. Maybe you find the movie to just be you know wacky fun, and I, I'm not I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Well, I will say that it does get to a point where you know what's really going to test you with this movie, and it's something you already said. What's really going to test you with this film is how crazy you are willing to get with this. How long are you going to ride that train? <laughs> you know, how, how far are you willing? Are you gonna, I mean, we're going to take this train all the way because it gets wild. And the tone shift in this movie is insane for a movie that's already insane. Uh, there's a point where there's a character who gets, and I don't want to spoil anything, and I'm being, I'm being very vague with this, so I'm not. But this is going to be one of the turning points for a lot of people. This is where you're going to either say, let's keep going, or can let me off right here? Because... <laughs> What happens with this is that there's a character that gets kicked off of, off the train, but he wants to get back on. He still ain't finished with his business. And to get back on that train, does he say stop, pull a lever? No, no. he jumps on the shit. A train, a bullet train, y'all. There's a reason why this movie's called Bullet Train. 275 miles per hour. And this fool jumps on it and is sticking to that shit like Spider-Man. <laughs> <laughs> and, and somehow, some way, manages to get kicked back uh, to get to get back on, and from that moment on, since he's on it, was everybody like, "Well, shit, I can do that too." Uh, physics said, well, I, "I got somewhere to be anyway." So you know, it's at, th- at this point, everybody, you got. But near the end of this movie, you got about twenty guys riding on this train like it's a fucking skateboard. Now, I'm not saying that that's bad. This movie's already set up that this is not, this is an exaggerated world. I'm not saying that that's a bad thing at all, but I'm just saying, as you said, the movie has, at this point, it's like, well, fuck it. We're going to be a cartoon. Let's just go full anime with it. You you are absolutely right, because it is at that point where you're riding with it, but there you you have to make a decision. Is this too much for me, or have I been riding it? As an anime that's become a cartoon, and do yeah. I want to keep having fun with it? Yeah, because you get it, listen. Once it turns into an anime cartoon, it ain't turning back. It ain't like a one-time incident. No, no. It's not like you know. No. Let's just do this and hope you don't remember it, or you know, for the people who like it. Well, too bad we're not doing this no more. No, they go full-fledged anime with this, and it gets wild. And at that point, you know, you have your decision to make. You know, and at that, I'll be honest with you. I looked at it. Didn't bother me. The guy jumped on the train. He stayed on there, and I was just like. Fucking okay, this is what we doing? All yeah. right, hey, I, they already set up what what kind <laughs> right. of world this is. Yeah, yeah. If you were still getting up, this is too much. It's like yeah. you you yeah. were here for the last first hour or so, belief. right? Yeah. You obviously have to suspend, suspend belief and then just keep letting it go because it gets like you said more. And yeah. More. I'm not going to sit up here and complain where a bunch of characters look like they came out of Street Fighter anyway <laughs> and they're getting on this train and all of a sudden they do some crazy anime shit and I'm just like, hey, wait a minute. You know, no, I'm not, I'm not going to do that. I'm okay with it. I'm all right. Uh, you know, like I said, I, I just don't think, I, I think it's, a, 
I think it's trying too hard, and I see through that sometimes. And when I say it's trying too hard, not with the action. Action is cool. It's trying too hard to be cool. And uh, that is, they know, that is something there. It doesn't bother me to the point where it was kind of like, look at you. You think you better than me. No, it's not like that. It's kind of like I can see through the movie at that point. And, I don't, and it's ta- it takes me out when I feel like I'm, when I see a film trying too hard, at least in my, you know, in my eyes. However, one of the things that did keep me interested in this movie, besides the stylish action, was the actors, or were the actors. Uh, yeah. Um, I was amazed by how many of these actors could pull off convincing British accents. Yeah, Brian Tyree Henry. I mean, look, there's a ton of people in here, and, and everybody's... I like that the movie is allowing people to try some different things, or giving first chances to people. You know, uh, you know uh, Brian Tyree Henry in the movie does a British accent, and hey, and he's He's actually pretty good at it. Mm-hmm. His brother, you know, he studied. Uh, uh, he, he's, he's British and didn't tell nobody. But, <laughs> but he, Wait, Paperboy? Yeah, Paperboy. Yeah, Paperboy paper paper has been a Brit the whole time. Paperboy been sipping on tea and crumpets this whole time, y'all. Not gin and juice. <laughs> Not gin and juice. He, he ain't been drinking that, that Hennessy. He been sitting up there with his pinky out. Hey, have a good day, governor. You know, all that kind of shit. But his, his, uh, his accent is, is actually very good. Um... Also, uh, uh, again, tons of people in here. And, they, and a lot of this is just for the people in here to, to do something fun. Uh, a, lot of, a lot of the people that you see in this movie, they're cameos. But what I will tell you is that I really did, I really did enjoy uh, Brad Pitt. I love Brad Pitt yeah. in this movie. Great. Brad Pitt is the character that I've been waiting, uh, that I've been wanting in action movies. And like in The Gray Man, I said, you know, the problem with. with uh, with 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 uh, 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 Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Gosling is that he's doing all this crazy shit and just he's crying about it. <laughs> <laughs> you know, just kind of just acting like nothing's going on. You know, man, wake your ass up. Right. Acknowledge that crazy shit is happening to you. Yes, that movie was only alive when Chris Evans was on screen. Yeah, like I, yeah, like I said, eat your fucking cereal, man, and wake up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and have fun with this yeah. because that's the biggest problem like Ryan Gosling was not having fun yeah and that movie was even more ridiculous than this one but nobody's acknowledging it yes you talking about Free Guy? no, no, no. Uh, 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 the, the Gray Man gray, gray, the Gray Man we oh. said Gray Guy <laughs> Gray Man yeah you know and the Gray Man yeah yeah, I can't. I ain't never seen somebody somebody run their ass off from explosion and just look like they didn't want to be there. <laughs> can't wait to get home. <laughs> Wake your ass up and enjoy yourself. Brad Pitt in this movie actually uh, uh, had a lot of fun with this. The reason why I like him in here is because, like I said, he's a character that is that he's he's acknowledging like this is crazy and I don't want to be here. He's 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 a Jackie Chan type character, mm-hmm. and he's just pretty much just. The character is acknowledging things that are going around him, and Brad Pitt is having a lot of fun. And I, uh, I enjoyed, uh, I enjoyed watching him in this. Well, it, man, it seems like this is the key to Brad Pitt's charisma: is that he's got the leading man looks, and he's in there, and he's a, he's pretty much an action hero, but he's humble. He's not trying to take over. And this was him in The Lost City, and even in um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I really, I, Brad Pitt is, you know, for years I've really enjoyed Brad Pitt, but now he's starting to loosen up a lot more. Mm-hmm. You know, he's like, shit, I'm getting older and can't be riding that pretty boy shit for too much longer, so, so I'm just gonna have fun. I know who killed the kid. I couldn't give a rest off.
where it sounded like I might not have liked this movie before. Yes, there are some things that annoy me, and I'm just this, you know, and this kind of filmmaking for me today is, you know, the that again, the throwback to the Tarantino and Rodriguez ripoff era. I, it's it's not something I'm a big fan of, so it's personal with me. However, I can say that uh, the movie is fun, man. You know, I. I it's fun, but I can feel it trying too hard. It's, it, I would compare it to this. It's like listening to somebody brag, you know, about, <laughs> you know, somebody brag about, somebody's bragging and showing off their car. The movie's very flashy, and, and that's kind of like what we have here. Hey, the movie's like bragging, like, hey, look at the cast we got. Look at the money we got. You know, look at the cameos we've been able to afford. You know, it's a okay. very flashy. Yeah, yeah. At, at some point you do feel that. when The way they drop these huge cameos with these big stars, you're like, wow, you you really are taking out your wad of money mm-hmm. and just laying it out on the table. Yeah, yeah. It, it's a very flashy film, and it's a fun film, but it feels empty, too, at the same time. You know, uh, it, it, it's, it, the only place it's really sincere is with his action. And that action is done well, even, you know, even when it gets really crazy, it's done well. And, uh, but, you know, it's a good time to be had. I mean, I'd be lying if I said, you know, there's not, some, there's not something in there that, that you will possibly enjoy. I mean, it's, it's the, the, like I always say, you know, if you really want to get by on something, don't take yourself too seriously. And that's the thing with this movie. Mm-hmm. It's not taking itself seriously at all. And uh, if it was, I would be a lot harsher on it. But it's not. You know, it's, it's still something fun to watch. But, hey, I'll let you kind of close with things here. Uh, yeah, well, once again, I had so, so, so much fun with this movie. And it being a throwback to those, those 90s movies that you talked about, it was kind of fun to revisit it in something that was good. Because we had a point where they, they just kind of got half-assed. And... Yeah, you brought up Kill Bill. I just thought, man, watching this makes me think, like, I'm not the big fan of the Kill Bill movies, but the way people are, I felt like, okay, I feel like when they watch Kill Bill, they get what I get watching this. It's as flashy as this is, as much as it's bragging, it just didn't fall into what I feel uh, Tarantino will get kind of self-indulgent with and and this constantly kept moving and the train itself is a character and it's there's so much they they build these characters that are short but they give them a lot of backstory and it really felt them just that the actors brought them to life and 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 even some that i was like i don't like you and then by the later i was like all right i i i like this guy i like i i know i like the characters when I'm at a point where oh, I don't want any, I don't want them to die, yeah. and it ended up being a whole lot of those. And yeah, we don't even mention everybody in it. Uh, my really, my biggest complaint is that is a point when it was about to wrap up, and then they went, "Whoa, yeah. we got to have the big finale." And I was like, "All right, I didn't necessarily need the big finale. It was entertaining. I, I laughed all through it, but I, you know, I." I was like, I, I didn't need that. It could have it could have yeah. stopped earlier than that. But other than that, I had a great time in this. And yeah, it's one of it's one of the the movies I've enjoyed the most this summer. What would you give it? I would give it a, a full price. Yeah, well, I'm a big dip from that. One of the reasons why, if this movie was shorter, I'd probably be giving it more. But this it's way too long for me. That's a big thing with it. Uh, but you've heard everything I had to say about this, man. Uh, you know, I don't. I don't know until they come out with bullet plane or bullet bus or something, you know. <laughs> you know, you know, man. You know, my advice for that would be to cut a little bit shorter. But uh, yeah, man. I don't know. Maybe after being, you know, just so many Fast and Furious movies, which by the way, I think this has a lot more personality than those movies. So I will give it credit for that. Uh, but yeah, 
it's something I wouldn't feel the need to rush out and see. So I would give this a high rental. Still fun. Still worth it, I think, to, to watch. And I think it's a lot of fun to be had, but I don't know if you need to go to the movies to see it. Uh, but what's that? Go ahead. Is it based off of some kind of an anime? It's, it's based off a book. a book. Oh, okay. I didn't know it was comics or if it was, you know. Yeah, it's based off a book. In, uh, in the book, I know they changed a few things. I don't think the book goes off like this. I don't think, you know, it's not because it's not a manga. Like it's a novel. But yeah, man, it's, uh, no, it's, 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 I don't want to, I don't want to deter anybody from watching this. I think a lot of people might go and it might be worth the matinee for them. Keep in mind, this is a personal thing with me. So I don't want to deter anybody from going to the theater. When I say don't go to the theater, I just like, like, I would not feel the need to watch this on the big screen. But, uh, I think a lot of people might. So just, you know, make up your own decision with this. It's just a personal rating of mine, a uh, high rental. And then that's a good, that's a good rental, man. It's a good thing. It's not like I'm, you know, if it was on Rotten Tomatoes, it would still be fresh. You know, we, we, we wouldn't be throwing tomatoes at anybody. It wouldn't be no splat. <laughs> I agreed with uh, Martin about the uh, the characters. Mm. Kind of got to know them at first. You're kind of like, eh, and then you realize, I do like them. Mm. So, and it was interesting how the, there were so many intertwined and th- stuff happening. Because so there was never a want for a new tangent. It seemed like, and then all of a sudden it kind of came together in a way. You know, you understood why mm-hmm. everything was going on. So that was kind of nice. But you had to pay attention because it was fast, especially at the end. I was like, okay. Well, it's a bullet train. <laughs> not, I mean, you got to pay attention. Yeah. But, it's, but I found it very entertaining. Very nice. Yeah. Well, you know, give your, give that your review. That is my review. And I haven't written it yet, so I have to do that tomorrow. Oh. oh. <laughs> I thought you were going to talk more. Oh. Review. Talk more? Yeah, I thought you had more to say. You're here. I thought you were I know. Gonna... Sorry. Uh, it, this is kind of a... Uh, I like how you played off the genre of, I mean, I, I too thought of Kick-Ass when I saw this initially in Kill Bill, mm-hmm. and, um, and, but I didn't think far back enough for El Mariachi, which makes complete sense. So it's, um, like you said, I believe it's an homage to that, and then, but it took it further, You're, and I agree completely. This is one of the better ones, better made ones that mm-hmm. I've seen in a long time, and it's been a while, which I agree also is good because you just get inundated, you know. I don't need 10 films. Sorry, Fast and Furious is not my favorite thing. So, you know. But uh, it seemed to have a lot of thought, obviously, put into it, and I thought it was written really well. So it's uh, nice to be surprised in a way. Yeah. Not just yeah. take shortcuts and, you know, all that. They really seem Shortcuts, to, that's the word. Yeah. Yes. Hmm. Yes, that annoys me. <laughs> and I admit, I admit, I didn't see as many, much of the foreboding as you did. I mean, I saw the stuff, but I didn't, you know, I didn't, it, I didn't think of things that were going to happen and, and did. I kind of just let it. Let it go and just took Did it. Billy, cut that mic off again. Let me see. Is that working? Yeah. No, you're just very soft spoken. That's all. Oh, okay. Yeah, she's talking. I can huh? talk louder, but yeah. Is that better? Yes. Project more. You yeah, know what? I just I think what it. Yeah, I'll tell you what it is. What? Ever since we upgraded these mics, I think it just makes that poor little mic. Uh, <laughs> I feel, I feel <laughs> sorry for that mic. Hard. Yeah. You pay for what you get. Yeah, I, I feel sorry for that little mic over there. <laughs> it's trying so hard to keep up with the big boys over here. Oh, little mic, little mic. I'm sorry. But well, for somebody who may not know all that background more as far as the history of it, it's still, I would think, a very entertaining film. So definitely not for the kiddos, in a way, just because of all the violence. Well, but these kids are watching John yeah. Wick. This is nothing. Uh, yeah, different. you're right. You're right. Silly me. I, w- <laughs> I was going a little old school there. <laughs> <laughs> oh, somebody said kill Bill. They said kill Mike. Oh, okay. <laughs> come on, man. Leave, leave little Mike alone over here. Leave, that ain't right. That ain't yeah. right. So uh, very entertaining. Well, there you go. Uh, let me see. Yeah, somebody said kids play GTA at age four. Yeah, you all right? <laughs> hey, you know what? It's nice, gory, mature, fun for the whole family. Go check it out. Take the kids. <laughs> <laughs>